Welcome to Feed Your Health, a weekly podcast with your host, Morgan Shepard, where we'll be taking a deep dive into the big dial movers of health, focusing on movement, nutrition, and stress management. You'll get tangible takeaways, tactical knowledge, and exclusive stories to inspire and empower you on your transformational health journey. Let's get thriving. Welcome to the podcast. So today we're going to be talking about developing your next level self. So now that I'm back from my fabulous weekend raving, I wanted to pop on here for a quickie episode because with New Year just around the corner and a new month coming, I wanted to talk about this idea of developing this aspirational identity. You may have heard of the as if principle, and I've talked about this idea before, thinking about the person who has already achieved what you want to achieve. They have been successful at the transformation that you're looking for. So who did they have to become to get there? What characteristics do they have? How do they show up in their day? What behaviors do they practice? What is their mindset like? How do they handle challenges? I've talked about this, but I've never quite broken it down into an actual list. And I wanted to do this because you might still be struggling on your journey and really not know what that person looks like or have any idea of like, but I don't know because I haven't done it yet, Morgan. So I wanted to make it easier for you so that you can visualize this person and really start to think about who they are and who you will have to become in order to achieve your transformation. Really sit down and start to see yourself as this person. This is the type of person who has lost the weight and kept it off. They've mastered their relationship with food. They know how to handle their triggers and moments when emotional eating, overeating, or mindless eating want to rear their ugly heads. Obviously, thinking about all these things isn't automatically going to make you become this type of person, but the more you think about it, the more you can start to install those habits and thought patterns into your life so that eventually you'll get there. You'll become that person. So the more you think on this aspirational identity, the more you become it. The thing is, the goal you want is on the other side of you adopting this new identity. It is for me too. I have limiting beliefs that I know I need to let go of that are holding me back and behaviors that I need to implement in order to become my next level self. It's not unique to your journey. Anyone who wants to change will have to do some sort of identity adjustment, identity shift in order to be successful at a transformation. Okay, here we go. Here's the list. The aspirational person that has succeeded at the transformation that you're looking for does these things. They make decisions based on the person they want to become, not who they currently are. So for me, that looks like, who is Morgan five years from now? She has a successful business. She's helped thousands of people. Who is she? And I make decisions from that position. How do I go through my day? This person has a growth mindset rather than a fixed mindset. And this means that they believe that change is actually possible and they can take on the challenges and the hard effort that it will require. They're not afraid of it. They know how to figure it out and how to get things done. They are resourceful. They have set up the systems and routines and an environment that supports the behaviors and habits that they want to be successful with. I know a lot of people think that things are based in motivation and willpower, but setting up those systems and routines that will support those behaviors makes it so much easier for you to get things done. This person does that. They have gathered support around them through family, 
friends, and even a community of like-minded people so that they can fill their social needs and be inspired, empowered, and motivated to keep pushing forward. They know that getting in the room with people who are already doing what they want to be doing is one of the keys to success. Even when life gets chaotic, as it inevitably will, they make time for themselves. They put themselves first because they know that to be high-performing, their health has to take priority. They are coachable and open-minded and can receive advice or criticism from others while staying clinical and without taking things personally. That's a hard one for a lot of people to take comments from other people, whether they're a coach or someone from a mentor position, and use them to change in a positive way, rather than being like taking them personally or being overly sensitive or thinking that it's somehow a reflection of their worth or value. When in reality, it's literally just, if you do it this way, you'll be more successful versus the way that you have been doing it. It's not a personal criticism. It's a adjustment that needs to be made. So people who achieve the transformation are able to receive those criticisms and comments. They've dug deep to uncover the painful layers and limiting beliefs that have held them back. And they've let go of those beliefs to have new beliefs that support their direction. They are committed and in it for the long haul because they know that this isn't just a quick fix but a lifestyle. Health is a lifestyle. It's not something we do once and check it off our schedule. It's a lifestyle of habits and behaviors and routines and mindsets that we just keep doing over and over and over again and up-leveling each time. They are confident in their abilities and skills, but they also are confident in their ability to figure it out or learn something new if they have to. So they're not afraid of not being able to do something. They're not afraid of not knowing how to do something because they trust themselves to be able to figure it out. They trust themselves to be resourceful and resilient and be able to figure out what needs to happen in order to achieve the thing. They know how to practice mindfulness and regulate their nervous system. And they're able to tune into their body and understand its signals. And this can be anything from food signals, hunger, craving, to sleep, stress, emotional regulation, when you're having really high emotions, and how do you self-regulate so that you don't lash out on the world or have a meltdown or spiral. They know how to handle that. They're also not perfect. So all of these things sound wonderful and perfect and beautiful, but The person who has achieved the transformation knows that it's not about perfection. It's not an all or nothing thing. It's there's going to be ups, there's going to be downs, there's going to be things that happen and struggles, and sometimes you'll fail. They know how to fail. They've done it multiple times, and it doesn't affect them in a drastic emotional way because they're able to step back and see the bigger picture of this failure happened so that I can learn something, so that I can grow, so that it's an opportunity for me to move forward. They regularly do things they enjoy, prioritizing play and enjoyment over restriction and deprivation. And I say this because I am a foodie. I love eating. I love experiences with food. To me, I never want to give that up. 
And I know a lot of people feel like, oh, if I have, if I want to lose weight, then I have to restrict food and I have to give up all these things. But that's not the way to do it. If it's a lifestyle that you're creating, then you should be able to enjoy the things that you love and have success. They know how to eat in moderation without overdoing it and falling into a shame spiral. So they don't have to worry about fucking up. They know that if they did, it's not a big deal. When they do indulge, they choose it. There's no shame. There's no guilt. They protect their energy, paying attention to drains and triggers and knowing when they need to take the time to recharge. This is something that a lot of people struggle with. Energy management throughout your day, throughout your week, figuring out how you can still function at the level that you want to function and be able to do all of the things that need to happen in order to support your goal. So practicing energy management skills is key. They set and enforce boundaries. They can give love and receive love, both to themselves and others. And this means that they have learned how to speak kindly to themselves. They have self-compassion. When they have struggles, they're able to give themselves grace. They're able to see that we're all struggling with the human experience, that we're all going through similar things, and that there's no need for shame or guilt or berating yourself or loathing or negative self-talk. They're able to nurture the part of themselves that needs to be cared for. They're able to notice and halt negative thought patterns before they spiral out of control. And they understand their needs and are able to support their body with proper nutrition, movement, sleep, and hydration. They know that not everything is going to be smooth sailing and that it will be fucking hard. But they also don't crumble the second something goes wrong. They have resilience and a pivot mindset and are able to bounce back in tough situations. And they're able to do that because they've done it so many times. It didn't come naturally right away. This is something that they had to work at. This was a skill that they learned. They're also willing to try something new. When something doesn't work or an experiment that they tried didn't achieve the results that they wanted, they can pivot. They can find a new path. They can find a new solution. They practice trying different things on to see what works. They're okay with getting uncomfortable. A lot of this journey is going to be spent uncomfortable. Pushing yourself outside of your comfort zone to do things that you're not used to doing. Learning something new takes time and feels really weird. And I don't like it, but that's the only way through. It's not going to feel easy. Because it's not easy. Change isn't easy. But being okay with being uncomfortable is the first step towards that process. They're able to tune out their excuses and still show up and do what they say they're going to do. It's not like they don't have excuses. They can still wake up and say, oh, it's too cold. Oh, the gym is too far. Oh, I'm going to sleep through my alarm. Oh, I don't feel like it. My leg hurts. My stomach hurts. I'm too tired. The excuses don't go away. You just learn to tune them out. It'd be like, no, I hear you. But no, I want to do this. I'm going to do it. We're doing it. Shut up. They're internally motivated so that they have a reason to keep doing the things that they want to do, the things that support their health. Having external motivation is beneficial. I'm vain. I want to look a certain way. 
And that's great. You can have those external goals. But if you don't have an underlying reason why you want to do the things, then it might be really hard to get you to keep showing up. They make time to plan and prepare their meals, their workouts, they set up routines, but they also are flexible because they know that life happens. You can have the perfect schedule and you can put everything on it and say, I'm going to do all of these things at these times and it's going to do this and shit still happens. Learning to be flexible is one of the key characteristics of someone who is successful because you will always, always have things that come up. That's life. They don't get stuck overthinking things or stuck in an all-or-nothing mindset. And instead, they take imperfect action towards growth and progress. Too many times we get stuck thinking we have to be perfect and that stops us in our tracks, causing us not to do anything at all. Or we might get stuck procrastinating, doing other things, busy work, to avoid from actually doing the things we know will achieve results. This all-or-nothing mindset is the thing that holds so many of us back. And while you can still be somewhat of a perfectionist and achieve success, you have to let go of it. You, you gotta not have a death grip on it because the only way you're gonna get things done is if you move forward imperfectly. And I know this because I have tried so hard to be perfect and it just has held me back for so long and I don't want that for you. They understand the benefits of investing in themselves, both financially and with time. I have invested in coaches in all areas of my life. I had a business coach. I had a fitness trainer, nutrition coach. I have had various other mentors along my journey. And I know that I couldn't have gotten to where I am now without them. It would have taken me twice as long. Successful people know that in order to get to the next level, you have to invest in somebody who has already gone through your journey, who already knows how to get there. So you're not reinventing the wheel every time. The person who achieves the success that you're looking for, they trust themselves to make informed decisions that support their desires to be healthy and to enjoy the fuck out of life. And this could be around food, moving their body, or just practicing other healthy habits. But understanding that you can do all of the work that needs to be done to achieve weight loss while still enjoying life is the essence of, <laughs> of my coaching, of what I believe. Because it's all life. You can't separate the healthy habits from your life. You have to be able to integrate them together. So that's my list. <laughs> You might not have all of these characteristics yet, and that's okay. But here's where you're headed if you're willing to be committed to the process. You will become this person. But if you continue to make decisions from where you are now, from your struggle, you're going to stay that way. And I want you to succeed. I know the journey is hard, and I also know you do not have to do it alone. So... That's why I'm super excited to announce that I'll be having an absolute steal of deal on my one-on-one -on -one coaching this Black Friday through Cyber Monday. However, I have very, very limited spots and I'm only looking for a handful of people who meet a specific set of qualifications. So if you meet four out of the following six criteria, then I want to talk to you. Number one, your weight loss progress has stalled or you keep gaining and losing the same weight year after year. Two, 
You have an all-or-nothing mindset. Perfectionism seems to be stalling your progress, and you experience a lot of self-sabotage. Number three, you feel stressed around tempting food, specifically at events, gatherings, or going out to dinner. Number four, you tend to overeat multiple nights a week. Number five, you find yourself mindlessly snacking during the day or grabbing a late night snack after dinner out of boredom or anxiety. Number six, you turn to food for comfort multiple times a week. So if you meet four out of the six criteria, then this is for you. And I know that everybody runs all kinds of sales during Black Friday, Cyber Monday. But the real reason that I'm discounting my one-on-one coaching so steeply is because I want to help more people. I want you to get the transformation faster and with less struggle than I went through. And I know you need this. I'm only going to be offering my coaching at this price once. My prices will only go up from here because I'm also on a path to up-level myself. So if you want in, get in now. I'll be offering an additional discount to my email list and early access starting on Thursday. So get on the list so you can be sure to snag your spot. Cart closes Monday at midnight. And as always, I'm endlessly appreciative of all of my listeners. If you loved what you heard today, share it with a friend. But also, save it for later, for when you need that extra little boost to help you visualize your future self. And if you're ready to invest in yourself and grab a spot, then I can't wait to talk to you. Until next time, ciao!